Welcome to the Garbage Pod. One pod, one load of garbage. 29 and 28. Remanded in custody. There's something curious about this broadcast. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 42 of the Garbage Pod. In this episode we'll be rewinding back to things that the Garbage Pod have been involved with over the last few months. Before I carry on with the show, I'd like to thank Yuri's Night founder, Loretta Whitesides, for the lovely gift of the Yuri's Night goodies, including an official Yuri's Night t-shirt. But what made it really special was the handwritten note that was inside the package, which thanked me for all my support for Yuri's Night. I'll include a scan of Loretta Whitesides' thank you note in the show notes. At the end of July, the Garbage Pod, along with Adrian Silas, or Dr. M, was given a mention on James Hart's weekendary radio show on Mint FM. Have a listen to this and find out why. Well, let's do something borrowed, shall we? Because that's what we're supposed to be doing on the show, otherwise I'll get very distracted. Something borrowed. Thank you very much indeed. Oh, I'm quite excited about this. I appeared on a podcast, podcast called The Garbage Pod at the end of last year. And as part of my performance on there, I was honoured to be offered a couple of CDs from the mighty Adrian Silas, also known as Dr. Masquerade. He's a he's an events ge- uh, director. He creates amazing things. We call him the king of the good times. And uh, he's brought together a bunch of rather excellent musicians to make a funk album called Can You Handle It? The album I've got, and rather funky it is too. Amazing instruments. You know, the usual thing you'd expect from funk, which is really brilliant instrumental people... Excellent vocals and the like. And one of the tracks on the album is a rather joyful cover of an old Beatles song that I happen to have on 7-inch single, actually, called um, We Can Work It Out. And I thought I'd make it something borrowed for this week. So let me say very, very big thank you to Mark Taylor from The Garbage Pod. If you just type in The Garbage Pod into your favourite search engine, you can find out how to subscribe and interact with him. And, of course, to Dr Masquerade. That's DR Masquerade on Twitter. And I suggest you do follow him because he's a remarkably lovely bloke. Um, tell him you heard about him on the weekend. That'll give him a nice surprise. And uh, he always tweets with upbeat things. He's one of these... Terribly, terribly positive people, and I love that. So um, this is something borrowed for this week, and uh, it's Andy in the Big Funk and a song called We Can Work It Out on the Weekendry. Something borrowed. Life is very short, and there's no time for fussing and fighting, my friend. Try to see in my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can't go? See it your way Run the risk of knowing that our love will soon be gone We can work it out We can work it out Think of what you're saying You can get it wrong and still you think that it's alright Think of what I'm saying We can work it out Get it straight or say goodnight We can work it out
hoping that John will tell me when uh, the three quid he spent on the internet at the Travel Lodge has become, as it has become, like, financially viable. We will be doing his news from the provinces very, very soon. But that was We Can Work It Out by Andy and the Big Funk. And I'm aware now that we're over halfway through the second hour, so I better crack on. Mid-August saw the arrival of UK Pod 14, which was the long-awaited European podcasting conference, which was set up by UK podcasters. During the conference, various workshops were laid on, with topics like how to launch a successful podcast, choosing the right audio equipment for your needs and budget, and working with Adobe Audition. But the majority of the event was very marketing-based. At the beginning of the event, a keynote video presentation was aired featuring some of the top professionals in the world of podcasting, and I thought I would play in a couple of speeches from the presentation that struck a chord with me. Hi, UK podcasters. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the AudacityPodcast.com. Podcasting is amazing, and I really wish I could be there with you right now to enjoy talking about podcasting, meeting so many of you, if nothing else, just to listen to your wonderful British accents. But here's what I want you to take from this. Here at this gathering, you're going to be hearing a lot of tips and advice on podcasting. You'll hear about podcasting superheroes that make $2.2 billion per episode and whatever crazy stuff is out there right now and whoever seems to be on fire at the latest moment. But the most important thing for you to remember is that podcasting takes audacity. That's why I named my podcast, The Audacity to Podcast, not just because of the software program that's out there, but because of the guts that it takes to podcast. Do you have that kind of audacity to think that your voice has a place out there in the world and that your message matters and your perspective matters? Because you know what? It does. Your voice belongs out there in the world. Your perspective belongs in the world. People do care about you and the content that you want to talk about. So instead of trying to be the next whoever and so-and-so and make millions of dollars or thousands of dollars and have a massive audience or anything like that, be the next you in podcasting, not anyone else, because no one else can do as good a job at being you as you can. Let's forget about like clones and things like that, but be you in podcasting so that someday people will be saying, oh, I wish I could have the success that you have. That's what you should be looking for in podcasting is how can you make your own niche? Sometimes that means following the advice that you receive from others. Sometimes that means throwing that out and finding a better way of doing it. Don't just settle because someone else is having success with a particular way or someone else said to do this particular thing. Even my own advice. Don't settle with my own advice. Find out if this is truly the best way that works for you. So put yourself out there because your voice is great. Your perspective is great. Your message is great. Share that with the world with that passion behind why you started this whole podcasting thing in the first place. And the world will learn to follow you. And many people will learn to love you as well. And you can know that all of the advice I'm giving you is absolutely true because I'm saying it to you with my nice American accent. Sorry about the tea, by the way. So keep podcasting to share your passions and find success however it is that you define success. Don't let anyone else define it for you. It's your definition so you can reach success in whichever way that you want to reach it when you have a plan to get there.
Please let me know that you are here at UK Podcasters. Reach out to me on Twitter or go to my website. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitytopodcast.com and on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. Thank you so much for coming. It's Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com reaching out to my friends in the UK across the pond, if you will, to say uh, hello and uh, just just wish I was there with you. It reminds me when I see the pictures because I'm watching you guys. It reminds me the the good old days back in the day of the very first New Media Expos out in California. And it was cool because everybody knew everybody's name. We all listened to everybody's show. Uh, podcasting was, was this big back then. And uh, so while your group is, is growing and everybody knows everybody's name, just embrace that and take lots of notes and build lasting relationships because it's just so cool. The, you, it's it's going to be great as it gets bigger, but there is something very cool right now when you guys are just starting out. And then the other thing I thought I would share is everybody always asks me, how do I grow my audience? And I have a two-word plan for you. You ready? Two words. Don't quit. There you go. Don't quit. Because your audience will definitely get smaller if you quit. If you don't quit, it can only get bigger. Or you, you eliminate the chance of it getting bigger if you quit. So sure, it's hard. And sure, sometimes the numbers don't go the way they want us to. And you know, if it really is awful and you don't like doing it, then quit. Find another topic to podcast about because uh, it is going to be getting bigger and bigger now as Apple's getting into cars and everything else. It is a lot of fun to watch, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch all you guys and girls as uh, things grow and expand there across the pond. And uh, just know my heart and my prayers are with you guys, and I wish it was there. And I look forward to uh, meeting every single one of you and shaking your hand someday. So thanks so much. Enjoy your time there as you uh, meet and greet each other. And uh, cheers. Roy, excellent, splendid, brilliant, and all other sorts of uh, English-type sounding words. Take care. (laughs) God bless. Afterwards, I caught up with the organisers of the event to get their take on the day. So here we are in the uh, Hotel Latour in in Birmingham for UK Pod 14, and I'm with uh, Mike and Isabella Russell. Now, guys, it's it's been a long journey, hasn't it? <laughs> it has, <laughs> and a long day, nearly a 12-hour day now. Yeah. <laughs> Considering when when did we do the uh, the March. original meetup? Inaugural meetup, twenty ninth of March, uh, twenty fourteen. That was the first mm. one, and there was just twenty five of us then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've done other meetups since as well, haven't you? We certainly have every month actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was one in uh, April, May, June, July, and now we are at the big event in August. In August, yeah. yeah. And because you've done the one in Berlin as well. Yes, we we've have, been in London yeah. three times, uh, we've been in Berlin once, and, and now here we are in Birmingham. So, how do you think today went? I think it went brilliant. I, I mean, from the reactions uh, I've seen, I think everyone is very happy with how today went. and. <laughs> very enthusiastic about what the future may bring. And it's thanks to the, the wonderful Hotel the Tour that we've been at in Birmingham that provided start to finish fantastic service, all of our speakers providing great content, and, and also the people holding the strings together like uh, Tony, like Pete Billingham, uh, like uh, Ben on the photos, like um, uh, all of those guys that have been basically stitching this together and making it a good experience. So the team yeah. is very important on today. And it's been very much an honour to be to put, be part of it and well to do my bit if I could to promote the event as yeah. well. Thank you. Um, we appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> 
No, it, it had to be done because this is the, the mm. biggest conference that you've done so far. So it is, and, yeah. and may many more come about. So where do we go from here? Well, I think we need to start looking at 2015, and uh, now we, we've uh, obviously done the event. We didn't really want to do any pre-planning beforehand because we genuinely wanted to see how the event goes. It's the yeah. first event. Um, as such, we've organised uh, on that scale, and we wanted to see what the reactions will be after. Yes. We wanted to see how the day went, and actually evaluate it in, in detail afterwards, so that we can then say, okay, so what would be the great next thing to actually, you know, make it better and bigger and better for, for all the attending. So and I imagine in the next uh, couple of days after this event now, which has just come to an end, uh, we'll be sending out an email to everyone who attended yeah. to find out what they thought. So, as Jason Van Orden said in the keynote, we'll be surveying, surveying the audience to find out what they want. Which is a great thing. I, I think that I think everyone picked up something from today. Mm. Um, I mean, I know I did. I, I knew, I found out I'm underselling myself. So, um, <laughs> judging by what was said about um, the prices for charging for editing and mm. things like that, and I was like, oh my God, mm. I really need to up my price. Because when I went to the London one with you guys before and mm. you were talking about a niche market mm. and mm. I've got my main podcast now and we've got a new one that we're going to be launching later in the That's year uh, which will be more of a niche market because as you established at the London one, space is a passion of mine and I've also discovered that I can get a, a revenue stream through that with a little bit of guidance that you both gave me then. Good. Hopefully this one's going to change things for me there you so, go and we'll uh, see you in 2015 and we'll find out where you are yeah absolutely <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure talking with you guys always a pleasure Mark and thank you to the Garbage Pod for supporting uh, UK Pod 14 and giving the promotion that it has done you can purchase in the form of a virtual ticket which contains all the audio from the workshop sessions featuring guest speakers Joseph Bushnell Colin Gray John Buscal John Colley Jason Van Orden and event organiser Mike Russell. I had booked tickets for UK Pod 14 months in advance and I was originally going to go to Birmingham via train when Alan Taylor Shearer, who also went to the conference, contacted me and said, have you seen the price of the train tickets to Birmingham from our part of the country? Well, when I looked into it, for the train fare alone, it would have been £120 plus another £90 for a hotel room, plus what I had already spent out for the tickets, which the ticket price for the conference was really quite reasonable because I'd taken advantage of the UK Pod 14 early bird tickets. All in all, the cost of the weekend would have been roughly £250, which in the current climate, I could not afford that. Alan suggested staying at Casa Taylor Shearer on the night before UK Pod 14 and driving up to Birmingham early the next morning, which worked out a lot cheaper at £23 return to Kings Lynn from the Garden Sea, and even when it came to petrol and parking, was a lot cheaper than the train fare. As I was staying at Casa Taylor Shearer, Alan invited me to appear on his 1800 online endgame radio show, and here's a little taster of how the show went. I am joined in the studio by somebody who um, I've been spending a lot of time with recently. Introduce yourself, mystery guest. Hello there, people. Uh, it's Mark Taylor from The Garbage Pod. And? Spamhead Productions. Spamhead Productions, yes. So, uh, one of my show sponsors, um, and his sponsorship is basically, uh, he does kind of technical stuff for me, and I do stuff for him, and 
That's pretty That's much a, it. Yeah. It's a, a mutually beneficial arrangement. Mark, tell us what we're doing tomorrow, because we, I do, if I can, I, I do like to try and end the show on something that's positive and something that's a bit, you know, upbeat. So let's have a chat about what's happening tomorrow, just to explain what's going on. Well, we're heading off to Birmingham to the uh, UK podcasters' first European conference of this decade. Basically, there's a, a group that has been started um, earlier this year, actually. Yes, and we went to a, went to a place in London, didn't we? That's that's right, and um, it's been escalating over the last few months. It's it's incredible how quickly this movement has has grown, and uh, yeah, this thing we're going to tomorrow, this conference, is. Um, where like-minded people uh, can get together, learn new skills, and make better podcasting and uh, broadcasting and use uh, social media to its full potential. Um, it should be a really good day. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm predominantly a broadcaster as opposed to uh, a podcaster. Although these shows do get rebroadcast on 1800online.weebly.com. Um, when we aren't carrying live awake programming and some of the podcasts as well, we have, we have our own programming that runs, uh, I think we've got about nine hours worth of original programming up there at the moment from yourself, from Paula, from myself, from... Uh, Adri Ballhawk Mallows. <laughs> yes, my young co-presenter. <laughs> <laughs> and his lady American football players. Oh, yes. Uh, so, uh, I can, if I could encourage any, uh, US American football players or, uh, rugby, as I like to call it, uh, if you're, if you're uh, a fan of that particular sport, then, um, Head over to 1800online.weebly.com and you can hear some programming about American football and uh, about the league, the, you know, what's going on, and about the uh, growing ladies American football. Yes, most definitely. The LFL is probably the fastest growing sport in the world at the moment. Wow. Do um, they wear really tight outfits? Uh, yes, incredibly. Most excellent, he said, <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying not to be incredibly sexist, even though. But these that these was. ladies, <laughs> these ladies are incredible athletes. And they're all amateurs as well, aren't they? They are at the moment, um, but uh, as of next year, the the league is growing into a a, mm. a global. Fantastic. Um, next year, there be. Um, uh, LFL Americas, which includes Canada and Mexico, as well as North America. Okay. Uh, you have uh, Oceania, which is New Zealand and Australia, mm -hmm. and then you have Europa, uh, right. which includes the UK, um, France. Sounds like a new world order to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's going to be very good uh, for the sport. Fantastic. Uh, right, I'm going to play a piece of music. We're going to finish on this, so please take care. I will be back uh, on another network on Sunday at 6pm, but back on Awake Radio on Monday, and uh, predominantly from, uh, let's think, from 6pm until 7 
and oh, sorry no 6 p.m until 8 with uh, the music oasis the uh, the the way to just take a step away from the reality and vileness by playing some music and then uh, through the week at seven and at six take care stay tuned to awake radio and its affiliate networks for uh uh, Paul Alive and then Reality Rocks and then a whole lot more live radio coming up for you tonight and across the weekend. Say goodbye Mark. Goodbye everyone. Take care, stay safe and to whichever deity you give your faith, may they bring you peace. This is him and Wings of a Butterfly. I've been recently staying in the lovely city of Canterbury in Kent for a few days and while I was down in Kent I decided to hook up with a contributor and friend of the garbage pod who, as normal for him, was involved in a special event. Let's find out who it was and what was going on. Well the garbage pod is on the road again and I'm joined by the one and only Dan Thompson, the the guru who makes things happen really. Hello, <laughs> Hello there, how you doing? Good, welcome to Margate. Great to have you here in, in Margate. It's a nice day for it. So, what's uh, going on in Margate today? Well, you've picked the perfect day to come to Margate. There are at least four events going on. Um, there's a, a thing called Summer of Colour that's been going on for the whole of the summer. Um, it's a whole festival of, of art stuff inspired by the exhibition at Turner Contemporary, the gallery down on the, the seafront. So we've got that going on. We've got an event called Giant Print. Um, this happens every year in Margate. And it's, it's printmaking. When you make a print, you have to press it. You usually use a, a sort of bench press or a roller press. Um, for this event, once a year, they get out a steamroller. So there's a, a steamroller just behind us um, pushing prints, making people's prints. That's going on as well. Uh, out at the Winter Gardens, there's a thing called Roundabout, which is a, a pop-up theatre. Just come down to Margate from the, straight from the Edinburgh Festival. Wow. And that's a... a Literally, they build a theatre within the theatre. It's a 160-seat round auditorium um, built in a day and a half by a crew of about 10 people. And there's a whole festival of little live theatre and comedy and cabaret and stuff going in there. And on top of all of that, and kind of threading it all together, is the event I organised, which is called the, the Big Busk, Margate Big Busk. And we've, we've put buskers all over the town at all the events just to join everything up and encourage people to walk from one thing to another. So how many buskers do you think are involved in this? I've got no idea. I keep finding <laughs> buskers that I didn't know were going to be here, um, which is fantastic. It's, it's been a real um, joy of an event because we haven't... It's, it's not an organised event. We've asked venues to organise their own buskers. So we've got, I think, I counted nine venues around the town who've organised their own buskers, no little programme. But on top of that, we've got people who've just gone out to wander around. We've got buskers who've turned up today and who are just wandering from venue to venue playing a few songs at each. Wow. So it's, it's really good really good publicity for, for musicians, really, isn't it? It's... Well, it, it's, it's the bit that's missing in a town like Margate. Margate sometimes sounds very quiet. But as you walk around today, you, you can hear a sitar drifting down the street. You can hear we've got an acoustic singer-songwriter. We've got some jazz musicians out. Um, you know, it, it just adds a little bit of extra life, a bit of background noise to what's going on. I think it's really good, to be honest. I mean, because there are so many acoustic artists out there that don't get recognised. And um, busking is a good way for them to, to start and get a, a foot in the door, as it were. Because you never know who might be walking the streets and notice that they're there. It's, it's also a really good way to, to test out your material. And, and the, best, the best musicians 
you know, throughout history, have always gone out and played that long circuit of tiny little venues, refining songs, making them a little bit better. And I think a lot of musicians now think you just go from naught to being a superstar via telly. And that really doesn't work. Get out, test the songs, refine what you do, learn your craft. And that, that's what we're seeing happen today. Because it, it must be uh, quite a proud moment for yourself, because, I mean, being an artist yourself, so, you know, any art in any shape or form, uh, and events like this, where it's spread right across the town, it's, um, it, it's a good way of, of getting people here. It is, and, and the town is, you know, we're, we're at the end of the summer season here. The, the British summer season lasts really kind of July, August. That's the steamroller in the background. <laughs> Heckled by a steamroller, that's a first. Um, the British summer season really kind of lasts for holidaymakers July to August. So we're pushing it into September now, it's the, the start of September. And the town's still full of people, you know, because there, there's enough things going on today that it's it's worth making the effort to come into Margate. That's right, and it's at the moment we're, we're really lucky because the, the, the hot weather seems to have... Um kind of extended a little bit yeah and it, it's a lovely day today it's not it's not perfect blue skies but it's it's warm and it's dry without being you know so hot that it, you don't be outside it's just right just the right weather That's right yeah and because obviously you don't want to be walking around too much if it is too hot so it's the idea weather to have a little stroll about and see what's going on absolutely and um, i i hope this is the start of lots of things like it in margate lots of people realizing that it it doesn't have to be hard to organise events. You can go out and make things happen yourself. Brilliant. Well, we're going to have a, a little bit of a mooch around and see what we can find, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get some of it on, uh, on the recordings. I hope so. There's some great music happening in the background. Catch, catch some of that. Wander down to, to Dreamland, the amusement park. A lot of people know that reopens next year. They've got buskers on there as well. There's stuff out on the Harbour Arm, beautiful out there as well. So, yeah, lots to do. Enjoy your wander. Thanks very much. Thank you. Bring me down, I said my love is too high. Bring me down, can't nothing. Bring me down, I never tell you nothing. Bring me down, can't nothing. Bring me down, I said my love is too high. Bring me down, can't nothing. Bring me down, I said
If you are regular listeners and followers to The Garbage Pod on Twitter and Facebook, you'll know that on the 30th of September, it was the first ever National Podcast Day, which has recently been rebranded to the International Podcast Day, so not to confuse simple folk. We wanted to be part of the event and contacted Dave Lee, the co-founder of the National Podcasting Day, and we recorded content which partially made up episode 41. Dave really enjoyed his time with us on the Garbage Pod, as you can hear from this clip. I do appreciate the time. That was that was fun. That was a, that was a really enjoyable uh, podcast to be a guest on. That was fun. Thank you. No problem at all. I mean, anytime uh, you want to get involved with us, and likewise, if if you've got something that you think that we might be able to help you out with, you know, get in contact, and uh, we'll we'll sort something out. Yeah, yeah. We I don't I don't have a problem with that. Like I said, Steve and I we have a Waves of Tech show, a podcast on our network, and and we've talked about space and 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 flight a, a lot. And so I think having your knowledge and your expertise and your background would would be great. So we we could definitely line out something and uh maybe perhaps a weekend or something like that and we could uh get behind the mics and show a little uh back and forth yeah we'd love to have you on our show that'd be great perfect sense so if you haven't heard episode 41 yet go and check it out dave and his father steve hosted a live streaming event to mark the opening of national podcast day and gave the garbage pod a huge shout out as well as including us on the supporters page on the official national podcast day website It was an honour to feature alongside the likes of Podcasters Roundtable. National Podcast Day was a huge success for everyone involved and my social media apps have never been so busy, what with new followers and contacts for us. The Garbage Pod's latest jolly was to London for my first NFL International Series game and also my first time at Wembley Stadium since it was rebuilt. Stadium for the first uh, international series game of the uh, 2014 NFL season, and I'm with the Hawk in his official capacity tonight. Absolutely. Good evening, everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. It's, it's been really good. Well, it has been for me. We've been a Dolphin fan. It's half time, and the Dolphins are winning 24/7. Uh, not often I get to say that. And, uh, and what are you thinking of the atmosphere so far? It's electric. It has been really electric. Towards the beginning, I was a little bit intimidated because that, that black hole is, is, is pretty loud. Yeah, yeah, the Raiders fans were absolutely sterling at the start. Not so much now. They need a few points to uh, kind of uh, bring back the noise, but uh, hopefully they'll come back in the second half so that it makes it a bit more interesting for everyone. Absolutely, and the people around us have been absolutely awesome. Oh, uh, fantastic, yeah, fantastic company. Which is, which is what the NFL is all about, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah, great banter. Some Raiders fans in front of us getting uh, verbally abused. Yeah, they're getting Not in an impolite way, but just verbal banter, which is just been fantastic yeah it's been really really funny <laughs> yeah absolutely so, so if it continues <laughs> yeah so we'll leave it there for now and we'll come back to you again in a little while and uh, we'll see how things are progressing indeed for now we bid you adieu <laughs> So here we are at the end of the evening and uh, we're sat here at uh, Harrow on the Hill train station waiting to uh, get back to um, Aylesbury and uh, it's been a quite an eventful evening hasn't it really? 
Yeah, absolutely. These things always are. You get to meet lots of great fans from other teams at the events. Um, I had a bit of an interesting game. It turned out to be a bit more of a whitewash than I think a lot of people were <laughs> hoping for, except yourself, who is one happy Dolphins fan. I am a very happy Dolphins fan at the moment, and um, it was a bit of a surprise because, what was it, 38-14 uh, in the end, and... Um, I wasn't expecting the gap to be so big. No, I was expecting a lot more out of the Raiders. <laughs> but unfortunately, the team, like the fans, just disappeared. Yeah, they got <laughs> very quiet all of a sudden. And then there they started to dwindle quite quite rapidly, really, didn't they? Yeah, they were few and far between by the end. So, um, yeah, not wanting to stick around to see if their team would get any touchdowns, say... But we um, we hooked up with some some quite interesting people. Well, well once I hooked up, we we sat next to some quite yeah, interesting guys, weren't we? I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> for all the way from Norfolk. Yeah, not that we held that against them. No, no, <laughs> you shouldn't do because some of our colleagues are from that neck of the woods. So well, this uh, is true. That's why we didn't hold it against them. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what I said, isn't it? And, um, yeah, it was. And technically, he's from Sheffield. Well, yeah, but he's now sort of. That's where he's decided he's going to plant his roots, so that's where he is. We should stop talking about him planting his root and concentrate <laughs> back on the football. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so that made things quite entertainment because there was, as I say, there was quite a lot of uh, ribbon going on between the different parties. And um, you mean the Dolphins and Raiders fans? Uh, yeah, and uh, the um, gargantuan food that was being passed down the line. I mean, that, that those hot dogs were sixteen inches, apparently. <laughs> they were huge. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> But, uh, well, you expect this. I mean, it's, we're supposed to be dealing with things in American portions here. So. I've seen a lot of films, but I've never seen anything that big. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, on that bombshell, um, <laughs> I think we should end it there. And um, Well, there's not a lot else to say apart from go fins. Squish the fish. Raiders. <laughs> Keep telling him it's not a fish. Nobody cares. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7. And we have main engine start. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And liftoff. Blast off into the potosphere with DGP nominal. All systems remain nominal. 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 Lastly, and by no means least, was the launch of the latest addition to the Garbage Pod family, TGP Nominal, our monthly look at everything space, science, technology and sci-fi. We launched TGP Nominal to coincide with World Space Week, which took place between the 4th and 10th of October. We received some really lovely feedback on the back of this and picked up some new followers along the way. If you subscribe to The Garbage Pod and wondering why you have not heard TTP Nominal, it's because we've given it a unique RSS feed to go along with its own website. The reason for this is that I wanted to try out Sound Engine as a podcast host, and if they work out for us, we will be porting all our shows over to them. 
thanks again to everyone who has been mentioned in this episode for making the last few months a busy, fun and exciting and memorable time for the Garbage Pod. Links to everything and everyone mentioned can be found on the show notes. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of The Garbage Pod. Be sure to visit www.thegarbagepod.weebly.com for the show notes for this or any other episode. Just look for the relevant tab in the menu. While you're on the website, why not have a nose about? You can find out a little bit more about me and the rest of the crew and find out what's going on in the podosphere by reading the blog and much, much more. Let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to garbagepod at virginmedia.com Because your input is our output. Or you can use the social media icons at the top of the website, which include Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to subscribe to any of our podcasts, you can do so via iTunes, the RSS feed, TuneIn and Stitcher On Demand Radio. Don't forget to review us and give us a five-star rating. You can also listen to rebroadcasts of our shows on the 1800 Online Network at www.1800online.weebly.com. If you like what we're doing here, then why not buy us a pint by clicking on the donate button on any of the podcast pages, the blog, or the video vault. And don't forget to spread the word about us. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you all again soon. The Garbage Pod is a Spamhead production.